It's Saturday, November 6th, 2021, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adam B. Levine here again with your weekend story. On today's show, we're bringing you continued coverage of the much-watched trial of Craig Wright, who claims to be the creator of Bitcoin. This episode is sponsored by Kava, Nexo.io, and Market Intel by Chainalysis. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Today's featured story is a report from the Florida Courthouse by Coindesk's Cheyenne Ligon. Attorneys for Ira Kleiman and WNK Info Defense Research LLC began to paint an unflattering portrait of Craig Wright, his business practices and interpersonal dealings in court on Tuesday and Wednesday. It started with former Bitcoin developer Gavin Andreessen, who testified that Wright, the Australian computer scientist best known for his much-debated claim to be Satoshi Nakamoto, the cryptocurrency pseudonymous creator, bamboozled him. In a pre-recorded video deposition shown in court on Tuesday, Andreessen testified that he began to doubt Wright's claims after he notoriously failed to deliver cryptographic proof that he had access to Satoshi's private keys. Quote, I'm starting to doubt myself and imagining the clever ways that you could have tricked me. Andreessen wrote to Wright on May 3, 2016, in an email presented to court. Continuing the quote, The gobbledygook proof he published was certainly a deception, if not an outright lie, Andreessen told attorneys for the plaintiff. He bamboozled me there. End quote. Andreessen's testimony was just a taste of what was to come on days two and three of the Kleiman vs. Wright trial, which is being closely watched because of the defendant's history of claiming to be the inventor of Bitcoin, but failing to conclusively prove it. If the plaintiffs win, Wright could be ordered to give them a portion of intellectual property rights and a share of up to 1.1 million Bitcoins, worth $68 billion, that the plaintiff claims he controls. However, many in the crypto community have called into question the existence of these coins, and if they do, whether Wright in fact controls them, and even if he does, whether the court will be able to force him to abide by the jury's decision. Jamie Wilson, director of the Australian cybersecurity company CryptoLock, testified via pre-taped video deposition about his former business relationship with Craig Wright. Wilson told the plaintiff's attorneys that he met Wright in 2012 after learning about Bitcoin in 2011 and accepted a director role in several of Wright's companies, including Hotwire and CoinExchange. On October 23, 2013, Wilson sent Wright an email resigning from his positions at four of Wright's companies, effective immediately, quote, I wasn't feeling comfortable, Wilson told the attorneys when they asked him his reasons for resigning. I didn't like the way he went about business, his ethics and morals, the way he treated people, end quote. Wilson said he became suspicious of Wright when he noticed a lot of Bitcoin and money that originated in the United States on company balance sheets. Concerned that the money was the result of a U.S. government contract he was unaware of, Wilson said he took his concerns to Wright, who told him the money was from unspecified research and development activities. When Wilson dug deeper into company records, he told attorneys he found that the money originated at W&K. The entity plaintiffs say represented a business agreement between Dave Kleiman and Craig Wright to mine Bitcoin and develop intellectual property related to blockchain technology. Wilson said his suspicion was increased by Wright's change in behavior and lifestyle after Dave Kleiman's death in April of 2013. Before the partner died, Wilson described Wright as driving a, quote, very cheap car, end quote, living in rental properties and wearing hoodies. After Dave's death, Wilson described Wright's newfound interest in, quote, watches, flashy suits, a massive change in lifestyle. Quoting from a different area, his arrogance, believing he had to change himself, it just caused a lot of problems, Wilson testified. Wilson also said Wright never paid him or any other employees at Hotwire during the time period of Wilson's employment. I did not receive one cent, Wilson said. He added he was never reimbursed for travel expenses or the down payment on a rental property for an office, and that Wright's other employees were forced to borrow money from friends and family to stay afloat. Wilson testified he wasn't expecting a salary, however, and only found out about his supposed $150,000 per year salary when the Australian tax office informed him he needed to pay taxes on it, because Wright had reported the payment. 
I never got a cent anyway, Wilson reiterated. David Kleiman's brother, Ira, the personal representative of the Kleiman estate and plaintiff in this case, took the stand on Wednesday. Kleiman told the jury that he first met Wright in February of 2014, approximately a year after Dave's death, when Dave's friend, Patrick Page, forwarded Ira an email from Wright dated February 12, 2014, discussing their alleged partnership to mine Bitcoin. A day after receiving Page's email, Ira reached out to Wright, asking for more information about his brother's purported involvement in the creation of Bitcoin. Quote, Can I ask you if Dave played a part in writing the original PDF under the Asian alias? Climate wrote to Wright in an apparent reference to Nakamoto's seminal Bitcoin white paper. Continuing the quote, I have no interest in public attention from it. I just think that it would be cool if Dave played a part in creating something so incredible, end quote. The court then heard about two months of communication between the plaintiff and Wright, where the two discussed the role Wright claimed that he and Dave played in Bitcoin's creation. Quote, I had math skills and some coding that frankly was crude, better than some, but really. Wright told the plaintiff in an email dated March 7th of 2014. Continuing the quote, Dave could edit his way through hell and back. I am not a team player. I'm a terrible boss and a slave driver, but with Dave, I was far more. Satoshi was a team, end quote. gives you the ability to earn more by connecting the world's largest cryptocurrencies, ecosystems, and financial applications on DeFi's most trusted, scalable, and secure earning platform. Kava is an institutional-grade cross-chain engine built to scale on the largest decentralized proof-of-stake network. With loan APYs as low as 0% and reward APYs as high as 200%, Kava is the safest place for you to grow your digital portfolio. Mint stablecoins, lend, borrow, earn, and swap safely across the world's biggest crypto assets with Kava. To learn more, visit kava.io slash marketsdaily. Looking to make the most of your crypto assets? Nexo.io's got you covered. Grow your wealth securely with Nexo's high-yield interest accounts. Buy crypto on your terms directly within Nexo's platform and start earning daily compounding interest right away. Get the cash you need without selling your crypto from just 6.9% APR. Instantly swap between 100 crypto and traditional currency pairs. And don't worry, Nexo is insured against losses up to $375 million. Get the most of your crypto at Nexo.io. That's N-E-X-O I-O. Market Intel by Chainalysis is your ticket to the moon. Whether you're an asset manager searching for a signal to make crypto investments, a quant analyst interested in spotting market trends, or a VC looking to fund the next emerging player in the crypto ecosystem, Market Intel is for you. Utilizing 53 metrics across 10 categories, like whales, exchanges, liquidity, and supply, Market Intel arms you with the most complete on-chain dataset to help you reach your goals. To get started, head to markets.chainalysis.com. But in April of 2014, the relationship between Kleiman and Wright appeared to have begun to sour. The plaintiff showed the jury an email he received on April 15th of 2014 from Andrew Miller, an employee of the Australian tax office, about Dave's estate. Ira told the judge that through Miller's email, he learned for the first time that Wright had sued WNK in an Australian court, and that Wright had told Australian authorities that he'd paid Dave's estate 40 million Australian dollars to, quote, fund the projects of WNK. In the email, Miller asked the plaintiff a series of questions about WNK including whether he was aware that Wright had taken legal action against the company in Australia or that Dave's estate had purportedly received a bond worth $40 million from Wright to fund the projects. Miller's email also said there was a settlement agreement for the transfer of property from W&K to an entity owned by Wright or that a then-21-year-old Vietnamese woman named Uyen Nguyen had been appointed director of W&K. Miller asked Climate if he had instructed Nguyen to accept the settlement agreement. 
Kleiman told the jury that at the time of Miller's email, he was not aware of WNK and had never met or heard of Wynn. He also said that the estate had received no money from Craig Wright or any related entities. On April 23, 2014, Kleiman reached out to Wright via email for answers, quote, I feel like there are discrepancies in the contract between you and WNK, such as Dave's signature, his resignation, transfer of all accountable value, Wynn's role as director, BAA projects, etc. I do believe we need to remedy the lopsided contractual agreement, the plaintiff wrote. Continuing the quote, From these documents, it appears clear to see a systemic transfer of assets out of WNK back to you. Up until April 15th, I was a complete believer in what you were telling me, the plaintiff wrote in another email to Wright. But you never mentioned any of the actions you were taking against WNK prior to contacting us, end quote. Attorneys for the plaintiff showed the jury a contract allegedly signed by Dave on April 2nd of 2013, just 24 days before his death, that gave Wright control of WNK's assets. The signature shown to the jury, crisp and slanted, differed vastly from prior signatures, such as the one shown on his will, where he signed with a large looping D followed by a scribble. Quote, that's not my brother's signature, Kleiman told the jury, referring to the signature on the contract. Later that month, on April 29th of 2014, Miller wrote another email to the plaintiff, asking him to confirm the veracity of a contract from March 2014, filed with the Australian tax office by Wright. Quote, it suggests that you acquired some $10,500,000 worth of shares in the Australian company Coin Exchange. Were you aware of this, and if so, in what form did you pay the share of capital? The plaintiff told the jury that he never bought shares of Coin Exchange. Jimmy Wynn, a former attorney for Enchain, the London-based company where Craig Wright is chief scientist, also gave testimony about the nature of Wright's involvement at Enchain and his claims to be Satoshi Nakamoto. Wynn testified that Wright told him that he and Dave both posted from Satoshi's account. He also testified that, in 2014, Wright claimed that he had, quote, more money than Rwanda, end quote. Wright is set to take the stand on Thursday, and here at Markets Daily, this is a story we'll be watching and continue to bring you coverage on. And that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. This episode was edited by Adrian Blust, and we'll be back tomorrow with a look at Facebook's metaverse plans. And just a reminder that Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. 